Pete Berdair was a senior on the first Virginia City State Championship team in 1959. Here is our conversation with Pete. Sure. First thing, I'm just curious about, can you talk a little bit about what it was like growing up in Virginia City oh, at was, that time in the 50s, that post-World War II era? It was a very interesting. A lot of things to do. You know, we had 21 bars. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't changed. <laughs> No, as a kid, uh, I, my family was uh, pretty poor, and I could always find work. Uh, we had a guy by the name of Paul Smith that opened up an antique shop up there, or whatever souvenir shop, and I used to go out and find uh, rusty nails from the railroad tracks and the, the uh, whatever you could get, and I'd take them down there, and I'd get a nickel or a dime for them, and I, I got to... Um, well, from about the time I was in the, I was eight years old. I bought all my own clothes and got to buy shoes. Kind of embarrassing to go to school with shoes with holes in them, but you do you do what you want to do. And yeah, that that that's really interesting. So, how did your family end up in Virginia City? My mom was born up there. Okay, uh, she's a native of Virginia City. Her her father moved there from uh, oh, it was Missouri. Okay. And then my dad uh, was from Dayton, mm -hmm. and his his parents came over as uh, they were sheep herders, and they they got they died from, on him when he was at a very young age. I think he was fourteen when they passed away, and it was from one of the flus okay. that were going around. They lost his both his parents and one of his brothers, mm -hmm. and he still has. I still have two aunts. Everybody in the family. That side of the family is passed, except for the offsprings. Okay. But there's two two nurses, two gals, two sisters were nurses, uh, and a, a brother that's lives in Wyoming. Now, at that time, you, you seem to be at the cusp of this basketball culture, for lack of a better term, that yes. started. Do you remember basketball just being kind of at the forefront of things around town or at school or? Oh, absolutely! There was tremendous support from the from the parents and the people. Everybody in the in town they used to come to all of the basketball games we had. Hugh Gallagher, uh, the the principal at the time, he was also our basketball coach in grammar school. And I was there. I missed my junior year, and I think that's when he changed Frank Jordan come into uh, to coach. But he he was he was a great basketball coach. He was good with the kids. He'd let us go in and use the gym. We'd go in and practice. And it was, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of other things to do. I've heard stories about Mr. Gallagher, um, even in the 80s, giving ki keys to kids yes. to go to the gym and play. He used to do that for me all the time. We'd go in and get the keys from him. The only thing we had to do was sweep the floors when we were done and, and make sure we didn't make a mess or break anything. Can you talk a minute just about Mr. Gallagher, just the man, I, I, as I oh. talk to people, the impact he had on, on that community. If you could take a minute and talk sure, to him. Sure. He, he was a wonderful individual. He, uh, he was good with the kids, a uh, very, very good principal. Uh, you know, he, he, he was not a disciplinarian, but he made sure you didn't go astray. Uh, but he was there for everybody, uh, and I do mean everybody. That's that's great. 
I, you talked a little bit about cutting your you know, career a little bit. And I know going back through the records, I was piecing together that you played junior varsity as a freshman. You played varsity as a sophomore. And then junior year, did, did you? My, my, senior, were you no, my father passed away. Okay. And my mom, uh, she'd only gone to the third grade. She came from a big family up there, the Evanses. And there was, what, uh, 13? She had 12 siblings. There was 13 of them. And so she had to stay home and help take care of the kids. She was the oldest. Mm -hmm. And that was so she had a, she did not have a very good education. But she she made things do and worked well. And, yeah, and I, I, you can bring that up. I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to jump ahead here just because it's kind of long. You, you talked about that era and you growing up. And when you left, let's jump ahead a little bit. You left Virginia City after graduating. And I know you've been an entrepreneur, very successful businessman. Did, did those experiences kind of provide you a, a motivation? Well, left or, it, or, or it helped. Actually, you know, my father was. He always pushed me to work, even at a very young age, and that did not hurt me. It uh, it certainly incentivized you. I, I even though we were very poor, I very very seldom I didn't go somewhere where I didn't have at least a nickel. I could go buy a candy bar, yeah. and that was a pretty nice thing. Okay, so let's talk about um, the season, nineteen fifty nine, okay, the championship and. Uh, Frank Jordan comes in as the new basketball coach. Mr. Gallagher coached for many years. Right. Talk about that transition uh, to, to Frank coaching. Okay. I believe that Frank uh, coached in 58. Okay. I'm pretty sure he coached then. That's when, when the chain was. I was not there. Mm -hmm. I moved to San Francisco. My mom moved down when my dad passed away. Uh we had to move down there. My sister lived, she was married and lived down there. So we moved close to them and that helped her for a year. And then she wanted to move back. She didn't like it there. And that's why I came back. And I missed that year of basketball too, which was uh, tough on me. Sure. No. Because <laughs> you're, you're really into it. Yeah. And what kind of coach is Frank compared oh, to Frank, Gallagher? Frank, Frank was a very, he was a very good coach. A uh, little bit different, uh, more disciplined, I believe, but but he was a good coach. He taught us a lot of things that uh, Hugh Gallagher had not taught us up to that point, but Hugh was fundamental. So he was the best coach in the world, yeah. Hugh Gallagher was. And Frank just took it a little bit further than that. Okay. So if you, I don't know how much you remember from 59, you guys lost the first game of the year in 1959 to South Tahoe. I, I did not play in that game. I remember I remember it well. Oh, well can, can you talk about your memories of that game? Because you lost by one. I believe. Yeah, it was we lost. 35, 34. Yeah, it was. And just, you know, the I was anxious to get into the game, but uh, Frank Jordan was not that familiar with me. He did not know I'd played with all of these guys all the way up from the seventh grade, sixth grade. And... I think the townspeople let him know about it afterwards. <laughs> the townspeople let you know about it after games. That's right. And he did. He came up and talked to me, and that's when I moved to the starting five. I was a, I was a sub, and I didn't play in that game. And he gave me a little bit of heck for not telling him that I'd played before. <laughs> that's, that's funny because 
as I go through the box scores from that season, and you're obviously prominent uh, in those, oh. if you're, and, and in terms of playing time and so on, can we talk for a minute about um, the other guys you played with? Oh, sure. Talk about the season some more. And particularly, as I look back, it seemed like the, the starting five tended to be you. Can you talk a little bit about Bobby Dufresne? Bobby Dufresne, he was excellent. Was excellent. He was a guard. We, we got along extremely well. He was he is a very very good basketball player, very good, and uh, he could shoot well. Plus he passed well and set everything up, and he helped really run the floor. And and and, and are you one of you right handed, one left handed? I was left handed. Okay, I, he I was right handed. I talked about that. They could get you from either side. They could get the <laughs> right handed, the left handed. So, uh, how about Bill Pollard? Bill Pollard is my cousin. Oh, okay. Uh, his, well, I won't go into that, but, uh, uh, he was a junior when we were seeing him 59 and he was tall. He was six, three, I believe. And, uh, he could shoot well and he rebounded well. He could play well. And then of course, uh, Clint Andreessen, one of it, Clint Andreessen's boys. Yes. Yeah. Well, senior on that? He was a senior. Yes. And he was just a little guy. He was six, five. <laughs> <laughs> All the small and, and he was, uh, no, he was the biggest of all the Andreessons by far. And not only was he tall, he was, his, his body was a lot bigger. And he was just an excellent rebounder. I mean, excellent. And he could block out and really help the team a lot. Okay. And then uh, Ron Gallagher. Ron was a phenomenal player. He could shoot the eyes out of that ball. I mean, he his jump shot, nobody could stop him. And and he was he worked with the team really, really well. There seemed to be no cohesiveness to, to that group. Yes. Stuff. And and do you think playing kind of years together going back? Oh, absolutely. In, in town and, and just in the gym. Well, you know, when we would make a move on the court, all the other players would know what you're gonna do. They knew ahead of time so you could get passes and, and it made us made, made it very difficult to uh, guard us. Yeah. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit about that season. We talked about the, the loss to South Tahoe. And then after that, uh, as I go through the list of scores, there were a lot, you guys handled everyone. I think the closest game after that was a 10 point game. Yes. The rest of the year. I think margin victory was 29 or 30 for the season. Uh, but I want to skip ahead just to some of those some of those games, particularly when we get to the the regional final. Um, you played Dayton, yes, down at the university gym, right, and, and, in the old uh, gym. Handled them fifty one uh, twenty three. What do you remember about that? That that was the first of what would be many regional championships. You remember that game? Yeah, I do remember that game. That was uh, Dayton. This is the first year that Dayton had a really good team, and they were tall. They had a big team. And that was our advantage. Our, our back line went over six foot. You know, it was six one, six three, six five. Uh, and Dufresne and myself were both. Bob was about five seven. I was five eight. Uh, but nobody could out rebound us, and we held everybody down. We that year we scrimmaged Reno. Reno lost the state championship to Basic. And they were big. They had uh, Albright was six eleven, Hesse was six six, and they were a very good team. And when we scrimmaged them at the end of four quarters, we were ahead of them. Now it was played like a game, but it didn't count for anything. 
there's no history of that. So the, the regional game, you beat Dayton 51-23. I saw a Russ Prevere who played for Dayton. I'm That's right. i this is a cousin? That's a cousin, yes. And what's that the relationship was, there? How? Okay, his his father and my father were first cousins. Okay. Okay, you know we have a Prevere playing now. Oh, that's great. Year. Yes, you ever seen Cole Pernier is a senior at, at Virginia State High School. Okay, I don't know which yeah, one of the kids so, is. Uh, one of Mike's kids, yeah. probably. <laughs> so, that's uh, a, a sign note there. Um, so, I'm curious, just going back to the regular season, uh, in 1958, you went out there. But they had lost to Fernley, the 58 team. And I got a sense that there was a rivalry Big rivalry with, with, with Fernley, and and can you talk maybe about that rivalry? And then you came back and and beat them in '59. Well, they had a different team. Yeah, they had a really good team in '58, mm -hmm. and a lot of their team graduated is the reason it happened. Uh, but we always had a rivalry with with uh, Fernley. We were very close. They'd win one year, we would win the next, and we went back and forth. But the one year they had the good team '58, they. I can't remember which school it was they beat, but they slaughtered them. They beat them a hundred and something to twenty, and they just poured it on them. And we wanted to do that. I did. I know. I think the rest of the team did. We wanted to do that to their team too. But they're different kids, and our and Frank Jordan would not let us. Sure. Yeah. That was the one thing that in playing, the starters never played as much as the bench. We got to play the first quarter, and the bench played the rest of the game. <laughs> well, on that bench, too, I'm just curious, since we're talking about it, um, and we'll move on to the state tournament, but uh, you also had freshman Tom Andrews yes. on that team. And absolutely. Obviously, Tom grew into one yes. of the great players of your genius. Absolutely. What was he like as a freshman? What do you remember? He was, he was a very good ball player. Uh, the problem was it was tough for him to get him into the starting point because of the players that we had. Yeah. But he was he as a freshman he was a very very good ball player all through all through his high school he was. Yeah, he became obviously uh, went and played at Nevada. Right. Did stuff. Um, uh, so let's skip ahead to to the state tournament. So state semis, you play Battle Mountain. Um, okay. You yes. put up eleven points in that game. Um, do you remember that that game at all? It was a sixty twenty eight. It was like a lot of games. It was a blowout for you guys. Well, that that I had a good game. That that was one of my better games, and it came from being able to steal the ball, and the eleven points came from layups. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I just reading some of the articles, there's it seemed to be real emphasis on defense for you guys. Yes, and, and, and stuff. Did it, yeah. that that start with Mr. Gallagher and continue with Frank. Absolutely. Okay. So, title game against Eureka. Um, you win by nineteen. What are your memories of that game? That was a, that was an interesting game. Also, Eureka. Uh, they were in the eastern part of the state, different uh, conference, basically the same level B school. But uh, this particular year, they had a their senior, and I can't remember his name. I apologize, but he was uh, six foot eleven. And he was scoring 50 and 60 points a game against all the other teams, and they were just killing everybody. But they didn't to us. <laughs> now, was that Bill and Clint to help shut him down? or uh, uh, Ron. Ron is, was really good defensive player also, Clint, and, uh, and Pollard too. So you win this championship. Um, 
Do you remember after the championship in terms of was there a parade? I know we do the parades now, and we do that for any championship in town. We do the fire truck. Uh, what was the community like after? Well, we didn't have a parade, but I think the team was invited to something like 11 or 12 dinners that the different families put a dinner out for us. Oh, that's interesting. And, and it was amazing, yes. So do you have, you have? I mean, do you have any stories that, that because I may not be permitted to want to share or memories that maybe we haven't touched on at all or things, you know? Boy, not, not really, you know. We were a pretty close-knit team. Uh, you, you'd have your upset moments with each other from time to time, but they always worked out. The, the team is always the most important part. I certainly get that, that Samson people. Can you talk to me a little bit about it? traveling at that time i mean traveling in terms of across the state i know even now it's it can, it's a it's a chore for us sometimes what was it like in winter in the 50s having to get off the hill and get to games places was that it, it was sometimes interesting probably the 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 trip that we probably disliked the most was a trip to gabs in a school bus at 40 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> what were, were, I know as Virginia City Basketball grew, a lot of folks traveling with, with the team. Yes. Was there, was there a lot of traveling of families? The whole town came. Yeah. Not just families, the whole town. <laughs> Seriously. And I read some articles that where some of the, I, some of the other schools said, they brought more fans than we had in our own hometown at that time. Yeah, yeah, they would try. Did they? Did they bring buses, or they just travel in cars? No, they just traveled in cars. Did they? Did they caravan like in the movie Hoosiers? Not that we were always we were always on the bus, so we I don't know. Yeah, you know. So, but but no, the the entire town would follow the team. Yeah. Uh, you could you could have robbed the the town blind. <laughs> On game night, and I will tell you, it is still it is still like that in terms of the support we get from folks. And uh, and uh, I, I tell the story when I came to Virginia City and my first trip to Oahe, when I discovered that okay. they're in a different time zone, yes, than, than we are. Even though they're yeah. because they're on the border there, and that was a that was a learning experience in the in the what we now call the one A or B League. Right? You know, oh wow, we're they're in a whole different time zone than we are and stuff. So. Um, well, if you don't have anything else, I, I want to thank you for taking sure. the time to, to, sh to share your memories and, um, you know, be part of a historic uh, piece of history in Virginia City. Much like the Comstock Lowe, this, <laughs> this was the next big gold strike, right? But uh, Well, one thing I would like to add is that uh, the, the team that, that we won with was, we played together on the same team from about the seventh grade. And when we were in the eighth grade, we went undefeated that year too in the eighth grade grammar school, and we beat a lot of a lot of good teams. So it's just a rich history. And Hugh Gallagher coached us all the way up up until '58. Uh, that's right. I thought he and he was coaching all levels too. Yes, it wasn't just high. School. No, that's right. Grammar school and high school. Do you know? And I have not asked Mr. Gallagher. Um, this. Obviously, basketball is something that was important to him. Do you know anything about his time as well, a young man and basketball and all? I'll yeah, I'm talk to his son about it. But. Okay, no. Okay, Hugh Gallagher, 
Now, the Hugh Gallagher we're talking about is a coach, or are we talking no, about talking the about C, Hugh Gallagher senior? Yeah, senior. Yeah, we're, we're, and did you say he's still alive? No, no, no. His son. I'm, I'm oh, his son. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Son. Yeah. And I'm ends up. But do you know Mr. Gallagher? Did, 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 yes. Did basketball as a young man? And, yes. He was in, when we graduated, he was in the eighth grade. Uh-huh. And when he graduated, into, when he went into high school, he could handle the ball better than anybody I've ever seen. I mean, he could dribble behind his back. I mean, and shoot from anywhere. He was a tremendous player. Okay. Really, really good. And a nice person. Very nice person. I agree with that. 